Hi, this is Dan Smith, and this is God Talks for OC Grace Online University. Hello again, this is Pastor Dan from Garden Grove Church in California. We started out to do 10 talks about the character of God and uh, finally decided we'll do 10 more. So here's number 11. So we talked about Hosea just for a minute in one, but we're going to come back to that and do a whole talk on the story of Hosea today. <clears throat> you know the story, I'm sure. Hosea is a prophet of God, and God calls him to go downtown, pick out this prostitute, marry her, and bring her home. He doesn't want to do that, but God said it, so he did it. They have a son, but she goes back to prostitution, and God tells him to go get her back again and bring her home. I don't know if you've experienced anything like this, but there's almost nothing harder than forgiving somebody who has had an affair on you. People feel cheated and lied to. They're hurt. They're embarrassed. Sometimes we've been able to get them to forgive or go to counseling, try again, and try to rebuild what was lost. But it's so hard. Somebody stands up in front of a pastor, and they promise to be faithful and to be holy and to be pure for the rest of their lives. And they don't keep that promise. It's heartbreaking. And you begin to get little signals, and you see something on the phone, Something's wrong. But Hosea's experience is worse. His wife doesn't just have an affair. She's a prostitute. And God says to take her back. And they have more children. She goes back and forth. And the whole world around them begins to see what is going on. God wants all of Israel to understand something about God. This is not just about Hosea. It's about God. That God is a lover that when Israel cheats on him, he feels just like anybody else feels when somebody cheats on them. God is a lover. But God keeps taking us back over and over again after we cheat on God. This is what is often called an acted parable. Jesus told parables all the time, stories that weren't explicitly true, but were true to life. And he used them to teach some eternal truth. But sometimes God has used these acted parables where he asks a prophet to go do something that was to illustrate a larger truth. God had Abraham almost sacrifice his son so Abraham would know and the whole world that reads the story would know what it feels like for God to give up his own son, what sin costs. Many times he had some of the Old Testament prophets, you know, break a tablet and break it or uh, to do something to wake Israel up to shake them up out of their spiritual death. And Brian McLaren, wonderful pastor in Washington, D.C., I heard him speak in Loma Linda one time, got several books by him, wrote a sermon about how Hosea ended up in a book about this, the cross and God. And he talks about Hosea, how it's an acted parable. And then he went on and said, could it be? This, that's what the cross is. It's an acted parable intended to show a larger truth about God. The traditional theologies of the atonement of the cross have focused more on Christ's sacrifice as an offering for God. God has demanded death as the penalty for sin. If you sin, you shall surely die. But 2 Peter 3.9 says, God is not willing that any should perish. So God sends his own son 
to die in our place. He died for the sins of the whole world. The penalty is satisfied. And now God is satisfied and God can forgive and take people into heaven. And he has a right to do it because the penalty has been satisfied. God's justice is satisfied. So the cross is for God. Take care of God. But there's a whole generation of other theologians and writers and pastors that have had trouble with that particular theology. Are we sure that the cross is an offering primarily to God? Does God need someone to die in order for him to forgive? Do we mean that God the Father was killing his own son? Can part of God be killing another part of God? This one monotheistic God? And Jesus himself said in John chapter 10, Nobody takes my life. I lay it down myself. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? So what if, McLaren suggests, that the cross isn't our offering to God, but our God's offering to us? What if it is more of an acted parable? Hosea's story was not for God, but for the people. It was not for God to see the people in a new way, but for people to see God in a new way. Maybe the cross is the ultimate drama, the greatest story the world has ever heard, God acting to forgive his people and take them back over and over again and take their sin on himself and deal with it for people to see something new and different about God. The ultimate issue is what happens when you sin? Does it cause God to separate from you or does it cause you to separate from God? Who leaves and who has to come back? And paganism is the gods who get mad and they leave and you have to give offerings to try to persuade them to come back. But could it be different with our God? Jesus begins to take on our sins, maybe in the garden just before he died. As our sins, your sins, my sins begin to wear on his soul, he begs his disciples to stay up and pray with him. He's sweating blood. I heard about a young man who was going to die, capital punishment, and he was sweating blood. Jesus can feel himself slipping away from God. God hasn't gone anywhere. God doesn't change. He doesn't leave. He doesn't, I change not. But now Jesus can't find God. He's been out on the seashore a thousand times in the middle of the night, staying in the presence of God, hanging out with God. Now he can't find that God. He clings to the ground, it says, in Desire of Ages, to keep from losing the Father anymore. They've been together for millions of years, and now their relationship is being ripped up by our sins. Then they whip him, and they beat him, and they nail him to a cross, and they slam him into the ground. And he hopes that everybody watching understands. That's what the cross is for, is for us to understand something. That's what sin does. That's what's going to happen to everybody at the second death if you don't turn things around and get back to God. If you sin, you shall surely die, just like that, apart from God. But it's not at the hand of an angry God. God says in Hosea chapter 11, verse 2, How can I let you go? That's how God feels about us. He doesn't kill us. He doesn't demand blood. He isn't that kind of God. The cross is not for God. He comes down and acts out this terrible drama for us so that we can learn. Sin will kill you. And sin will take you away from God. This is God talk. Think about it. And come back next time. God bless you.